Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. The name of this podcast is Explore, where each and every content that I put in this podcast is with the point of view that it helps to enhance the quality of our life. It helps the listeners to grow within. In this podcast, we explore different things such as discuss the essence of quality books, do interviews and other fun stuff, etc., etc. We do different things, but the motive is same: how we can enhance the quality. So stay connected. So today I am going to discuss and share about the essence of the famous book that is Who Will Cry When You Die by Robin Sharma. Really, this is a fantastic book. I have read it and I am deeply touched by this book. It is basically a life lesson from the monk who sold his Ferrari. This book is easy to read yet manual, rich wisdom, where the authors offer 101 simple solution to life's most complex problems, ranging from a little-known method for beating stress and worry to a powerful way to enjoy the journey. while we create a legacy that lasts forever after we leave this beautiful earth if we happen to talk about the author that is ravin sharma he is the ceo of sharma leadership international a global training and coaching service firm he is the author of 11 international best sellers that have been published in over 60 countries and 70 languages a highly influential blogger and social media celebrity ravin is also a much sought after speaker so let's go so the first chapter is discovery calling The author starts this chapter with a beautiful quote and the quote goes like this When you were born you cried while the world rejoiced live your life in such a way that when you die the world cries while you rejoice So we know that when we are born we are very small we don't know anything we cried we just know how to cry that's all but the people around us our family our relative our uh, neighbor or the people those who know us they were very happy So the author says that we have to live our life in such a way that when we are going from this earth or when we are leaving this beautiful earth or the time we are dying the people should feel our absence they should cry for us further the author says that we live in an age when we have forgotten what life is all about we can easily put a person on the moon but we have trouble walking across the street to a to meet a new neighbor we can fire a missile across the world with pinpoint accuracy but we have trouble keeping a date with our children to go to the library So in this world we are artificially connected i say this artificial connected means digitally connected but naturally we in personal we have less connections so overall what the author want to say is that we have lost touch with our humanity we have lost touch with our purpose we have lost sight of the things that matter the most so the writer as he start this book respectfully ask us who will cry when you die how many life will you touch while you have the privilege to walk this planet what impact will your life have on the generations that follow you and what legacy will you leave behind after you have taken the last breath so these are the some of the question that we have to ponder it on i personally i have never thought or i was never ever of this type of question but after reading this book my perspective have changed the writer next shares one of the important lesson that is learned from his life that is If you don't act on life, life has a bad habit of acting on it. The days slip into weeks, the weeks slip into months, and the months slip into years. Pretty soon it's all over and you are left with nothing more than a hurt filled with regret with over a life half lived. So the writer says that he has written this book so that this kind of situation will never happen to us. As writer is a professional speaker, he have to spend much of his work life delivering keynote address. all over the world so while well, he has the chance to meet the 
different people from different walk of life all these people ask the author about life and the questions the author says the question the person all the person from different walk of life ask is invariably center on the same things that is how can they find greater meaning in their life how can they make a lasting contribution to their work and how can they simplify so that they can enjoy the journey of life before it is too late and writer says that the answer of all this begins with the same thing that is we have to find our calling and what does finding our calling means or discovering our calling means by the author it means that we all have special talent that are just waiting to be engaged in a worthy pursuit we are all here for some unique purpose some noble objective that will allow us to manifest our highest human potential while we at the same time add value to the lives around us finding our calling doesn't mean we have to leave the job you have now it simply means we need to bring more of ourselves into our work and focus the thing we do the best or the thing we love the most it means we have to stop waiting for the other people to make the change we desire and the author concludes the chapter by saying a quote that was written by mahatma gandhi and the quote goes like this be the change that you wish to see most in your world and once you do your life will change overall the essence of this chapter is that if you want to live your life to the fullest if you want your life to be meaningful you have to discover your calling a calling means that your interest your passion what is there you love to do so once you find it and once you start to work on it ultimately you will live your life to thank you very much for listening stay safe take care